you can do it. See it with your mind's eye. See what you are dreaming about. Welcome to Becoming Your Dream Podcast. Equipping you with what you need to make your dream a reality. Listen, Ashwilov Mensa, a doctor, an author, and a motivational speaker, shares with you the why and how to manifest your dreams. And now, Rudolf Mensa. Hello there, and welcome once again to another episode of Becoming Your Dream Podcast. It is always a pleasure to have you here. On today's show, we have a special guest who is here to talk to us about the basics of financial planning. Personally, I have had my struggles with money because I believe that money should be left to the money managers. But we are in a situation whereby we want to become our dreams. We are working on our own companies personally. Money is one thing that will play an important role on whether you get to your destination or not. So on today's show, I'm talking to someone I have known for quite some time. He has dedicated his life to understanding what money is, how to save it, how to invest it, how to earn it, and even how to spend it. And so on today's show, we are going to talk to him to try to understand how young people like us listening all around the globe can plan our finances and thereby take control of our finances, which is an important factor in achieving financial freedom. Welcome to the show, Mr. Peter Asari Kojo Nyako. Okay, so then introduce yourself to, to, to us. Oh, okay. My name is Peter Kujo Asarinyako. Most of my colleagues call me the same ambassador. Peter is a financial literacy advocate, a young entrepreneur, an investor, and also an author. Okay. Peter is passionate about financial freedom. Mm. It's my personal life's mission to empower and educate my generation to help them build and achieve their financial vision. So basically, that is what I do. Thank you very much. And to, on this show, what we try to do, as I've always told listeners who are increasing by the day, is that we are giving them the ingredients, the, what we need, the factors we need to become what we dream of. And I believe yeah. that money or taking control of your finances, as I mentioned earlier, early on, is one thing that would play a key role in whether we become our dream or not. And so just to get right into the conversation, what is financial planning? Thank you for this question. Financial planning is basically the process of estimating, managing, and controlling your money to achieve personal economic satisfaction. So if you're able to estimate how much money you want to make, if you're able to manage it well, if you're able to control it well, then you are planning your finances. It involves an active process of knowing where your money is coming from and where it is going. Wonderful. So just to just to buttress that point or like follow up question, I believe in goal setting and personally I have set goals for my career. I'm I'm going back to school because of that that the goals I set for myself. I have personal development goals, I have relationship goals, social, spiritual life. But when it comes to money, I have paid a little attention to it because I simply get paid for what I do. I try to save as much as I can. But I do nothing more than that and have been into some financial struggles because I haven't done a lot of planning. So, 
how, why is financial planning important for someone like me or people who are listening? Right. Setting goals is important. Setting goals is really important. However, simply setting goals does not ensure you will someday accomplish them. Achieving a goal requires establishing a plan. So when it comes to financial planning, it is important to ensure you have a direction for your day-to-day money action and decision. So I would say financial planning is important because one, it gives you in reaching your financial goals. the plan it would be difficult for me to know where I am going or even because everybody's talking about goal setting, set goals, and you know, motivational speakers, writers, authors, like people sometimes get fed up, like, why must I set goals? But what you just told us is if we need to get to where we are going, then we need even to know where we are going. Sure. Okay. So when it comes to money, we are supposed to have a plan for our money. Exactly. Wonderful. So from what I think, I believe that most people grow, grew up with wrong money mindset myself included because we grew up hearing a lot of things about money is evil rich people are this and all of that and because of that sometimes we don't want to get ourselves you know dirty with money because we think that money belongs especially christians money belongs to the unbelievers we are supposed to remain uh, poor because poverty and piety somehow are in the same bracket for us so now that we are trying to convince me <laughs> to start planning or uh, taking hold of my finances and my money. Talk to people like myself who grew up with such mindset about money and how we can break away from them. I read about it in your new book, Journey to Financial Freedom. Enlighten us a bit on that subject. Okay, thank you very much. Growing up, we were made to accept so many myths and beliefs about money. Unfortunately, these beliefs and myths are hindering financial progress of most people. Some of the beliefs that we is that money is not everything. Yes, money is not everything, but it is something. It is important. I believe in freedom, and I believe that freedom without financial freedom is no freedom. So, when you wake up in a day for the 24 hours, definitely you are going to think about money. Because you are going to take actions that will need money one way or the other. So, it is important for us to know that money is not everything, but money is something. We need to get our mindset right about money and start building financial foundations. Because they say that if you are not positive about something, it will be difficult to attract, attract it. Mm-hmm. So if you are saying 
money is not everything. That means we are sabotaging ourselves for making money. So the meant that money is not everything should not be something that will prevent most people from going pursuing money. If you have it in your mind that money is not everything, but it is something, it is important. Another meant we grew up with is the fact that rich people are wicked. We were made to believe that rich people are wicked, rich people are selfish, these are people who don't care about other people. So if you still believe this, you will subconsciously block yourself from becoming rich. Because if you believe rich people are wicked, that means you don't want to be wicked, so you won't be rich. Yes. But I believe that wicked people who become rich remain wicked, and nice people who become rich remain nice. So if you are nice today and you become rich tomorrow, you are still going to be nice. Mm-hmm. If you are wicked today and you become rich tomorrow, that means you are still going to be wicked. So for us to come to the realization that it is not money that makes people wicked, but it is their habits. It is how they were brought up. So we need to do away with this meant and belief. Mm-hmm. One meant we also grew up is that time is money. Yeah. When you talk to people, time is money. I don't have time. So I don't want to. Yes, that statement was made by Benjamin Franklin. It was a bold statement. But I believe time is no money. But what you do with time makes you the money. We need to break the time money equation. Instead of believing that money and time are the same. We all have 24 hours. But some are poor and some are rich. This tells us that time and money are not the same. Mm-hmm. Rich people know time is not money. But what they do with time. So they are always making moves with the time. But poor, a poor person who prefers to gossip with his or her time, and time is not going to make him money. So we need to understand that time is not money. But what we do with time? So we should make a productive use of mm-hmm. our time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, uh-huh. let's, let's go on. We were made to believe that banks are the best place for money. We need to put our money at the bank. We need to accumulate our money at the bank. Every money that you get, you need to send it to the bank. Yes, it's good, but it's more like stuffing your money under your pillow or mattress. It gets more than times. We need to know that banks are there to protect our money, but we shouldn't build our world through banks. We need to multiply our money. We need to invest our money. So most of the times when I talk to people to invest their money, they will say that they, 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 they have a bank account, so they are doing investment. It is not an investment. It's more like you are stuffing your money under your mattress or pillow. So you should understand that. We should understand that the banks are good places to keep your money, but they are not the best place. If you really want to build what, or if you really want to achieve financial success, banks are not a good place to keep your money. That there are so many men, mm. so many stuff about uh, how people perceive money and other stuff. People misquote the Bible, where the Bible is saying the love of money is the root of all evil. The Bible is telling us that it is the love of money. So what will make people love money? It's when they don't have money. So this same Bible is telling you that you need to build your foundations right. So if you're able to build your foundations right, you will not be eager to go chase money. You will not be eager to go chase money. So we should get our foundations right. If we get our foundations right, we are not going to be in a hurry to make money. People take guns and other stuff to go and chase money because they don't have the money. But if you have money, you are, you are content with what you have. 
You will not take a gun and then go to your neighbor's house and try to rob the person for his or her money. Mm. So it all boils down to the foundation. Mm-hmm. How well we are able to build our foundations. Mm. Okay. And um, Peter talks a lot more about this in his book, Journey to Financial Freedom, which I will leave the link in the description. It's available on Amazon, and he's launching the book for those in Ghana. Sure. And so we would, I will leave all the details in the description to this episode so you can find out more about it. But just to narrow it down, for the benefit of a listener who is listening to this conversation and is saying, all right, I hear all that you are saying about the, the myth, the mindset, and why it is important to plan my finances. But right now, I am in a mess. I have a lot of debt. I have taken loans from people. Maybe maybe I don't even know where my finances is heading. Where do I start or where do I begin to plan and take control of my finances? Sure, great. First of all, I have these two simple principles in my book, Getting to Financial Freedom. I spoke about the clean money principle and then the easy money principle. We need to understand that if you want to get your finances right, first of all, you need to apply the clean money principle, which simply states that you need to be positive about money, you need to leverage systems, and then you need to invest in yourself. So the B is for positivity, mm-hmm. your mindset. Mm-hmm. How do you perceive money? It's like, like what we were talking about, the money method and other stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to rearrange your mind. You need to be positive about money. So you need to leverage systems. You need to go to school. Educational system. You need to leverage it. You need to read books. These are systems. These are things that you can leverage to build your financial capabilities. Mm. You need to invest in yourself. You need to invest in yourself. Most people don't invest in themselves. There's this statement that says that the best financial advice any person can give you is for you to educate yourself financially. So we need to invest in ourselves. That's what the billion money principle is about. Mm-hmm. And then after the billion money principle, after you have your mindset right, after you have your information and everything right, you need to apply the easy money principle. Where the is saying that you need to earn money. You can't become rich without consistently increasing your income. So you need to consistently increase your income. Consistently earn money. You need to earn money. Then after earning money, you need to save money. So you accumulate your money. So if you get your job and then you are getting money, don't spend the money. Save the money. So after saving the money, it's more like you are creating the money. And then you have to invest the money. But most people save their money to save. Like, they save to save. Mm-hmm. So they put their money at the bank and then for the rest of their life, their money is in a in full one k and then they think they are building wealth. It is not so. Rich and wealthy people invest their money. They multiply their money. So we need to understand that, yes, First, we should get our mindset right. Second, we should earn money. We should get a job. If you don't have a job, you need to get a job. If you don't have a school, you need to get a school so that you, you'll be employable to other companies and stuff. After that, when the money starts coming, you need to save the money. Don't spend the money. Don't misuse the money. After committing the money, don't leave the money at the bank. Don't leave the money under your pillow. Invest the money. Put the money to work. So if you are right, this principle in my book, I spoke a lot about it. Mm-hmm. If you are right, this principle, you are going to be successful with money. Wonderful. Wonderful. So what I take away from this is the 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 SC money principle, the earning, sure. saving, and investing, and so sure. the earning is important. If the money is not coming in, then you, you can't do anything about the rest of it. So if sure. you don't have a job, 
then get a job. If you don't have a skill which is going to earn your money, make sure you get a skill. And that might be you going back to school or you um, trying to learn a trade or something that would give you that power to earn some money. Wow. So give us three important lessons you would want our listeners to take away from this conversation. We've talked about a lot of things, but just to make sure that we don't overwhelm them with what we are talking about. What are the three important things that if they should forget everything you've said, something you wouldn't want them to forget? This is what we try to make listeners on this show to understand. The things we are talking about, we are not talking about them because we have become super experts on the issues. But it's because we have dedicated the time and the passion to try to understand so that we can simplify it on how we can practice. And I like the third thing you mentioned, take action. Regardless of whatever Peter has shared with us today or what you are hearing from this episode, if you don't start putting it into action and then you are not going to benefit so let's sure. let's take action it's just like if you are sick you go to the hospital the doctor gives you drugs and then you come and put them on your center table you are not going to get well you have to take the pill sometimes it's bitter but you have to take it to get better so please sure. let's take the bitter pause today myself included and let's start planning our finances and so i make it a tradition to ask all my guests on the show to recommend three books they believe will be worth reading. I believe that what we don't know is in the book we've never read. And so I'm always asking people to recommend books because books have changed people's lives. And once they recommend them, I go looking for them. So give us three books you would want my listeners and myself to read. Okay, on financial planning, like getting your finances right and then working on the journey to financial surface, I think the three books are the best books I have ever read Richest Man in Babylon by George Grafson, Greatest Man in Babylon, and then Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. Money Master the Game, yeah. Then we have Smart Money by Dr. Tinaji, okay. Smart Money by Dr. Tinaji. And then if you have these three books without journey to financial freedom, you'll be lacking something, yeah. So you need to, you need to get journey to financial freedom. There's a whole lot of stuff in that, book. and then if you get it, it's going to help you. I am not financially free yet. But I am on a journey, and I want to journey with people. I want to journey with, like, 
see the light, mm-hmm. you need to help other people see it too. That's right. I don't want to get to the top before I pull people along. That's it. I want to move with people while, whilst I am on the journey. So if you get journey to financial freedom, it's going to help you a lot. I am excited to hear that, Peter, because let me let me say this when i wrote my book becoming your dream and i started writing in the year 2016 i launched it in 2017 and it became one of the books that was celebrated nationally and, and even outside the country and what most people didn't understand was i had a few friends ask me have you become your dream and i said no i didn't say becoming i said becoming your dream because i believe that becoming is better than being it's just like saying oh i I have done it no what you've done or what you've already become is not important it is what you are becoming in the process and so i believe that most speakers then motivational speakers or people like who do what you do they wait till they get to the pinnacle of success and then they tell us what they did to get there and that sometimes becomes a cliche or difficult for people to follow Wow, but as you are going, telling people how you are doing it. That is much more personal to me. And so I believe in what you are doing. That is why I had you on the show. And your dedication and passion when it comes to financial freedom, it is something that is um, needs to be acknowledged. So I'm glad you, you made some time to come on the show today to talk to me and my listeners about how to plan our finances on the journey to becoming our dream. And so just so we don't miss the opportunity of getting to contact you from those who are listening to you, uh, can you give us your contact details, your social media handles, website, your phone number, so that listeners can get in touch with you, and then we will say sure. goodbye. Great, sure, sure. But first of all, let me, let me, let me give, let me say thank you very much for this opportunity. I don't take it lightly at all. Because you, you are doing something great, like bringing on board people who are, who are actually inspiring other people. And I think your podcast is one of the best. I always love to listen to your episodes and other stuff. So I think you are doing a great job. And then I want to commend you for the good job that you are doing. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with me on Facebook, for now, if you search Peter Kujo Asarinako, you'll get me on Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, just at Zim Ambassador 1, Zim Ambassador 1, you'll get me. If you go to Amazon, Amazon.com, Peter Kujo Asarinako is my portal page, you get me there. I blog at financeworldglobal.wordpress.com. My website is isbusinessgroup.com. So if you log on to this website, you will get an insightful financial articles and news that will transform your life. Mm. If you want to get in touch on WhatsApp, my WhatsApp contact is plus 233-278-553887. Plus 233-278-553887. LinkedIn and Peter K. Asarinako. Thank you very much, Peter. And I'm going to leave all of these details in the description so that in case you miss them, the books he recommended, his contact details and his Amazon website and everything will be in the description for this episode. Make sure you read it and you visit the links and follow. Join a, join the community on Facebook. We have a community on Facebook for this podcast and we want to hear from you. Give us a comment, your feedback. We want to interact with you better outside this podcast. 
And so we're, gra- sure. we're glad to have you here today. And um, we are hoping that we were going to have you again to talk about money because we, we enjoy this conversation and we would like to continue once again. Thank you very much for sure. coming through, Peter. Sure. Sure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Here you are. So we had Peter Kodu Asaranyako on the show to talk to us about the basics of financial planning. And I believe that we've learned a lot from the things he shared with us. And we are going to implement the things he's talked about with us. When it comes to money, you have to make sure money doesn't become important by having what you need. So you don't have to think about it. And when I say money is not everything, I'm always tempted to ask, what is everything then? It is about what you do with the money. It's about how you spend the money. It's about what makes you happy, why you want to get money. So please... Apply the things Peter has shared with us, and I'll see you on the next episode. We shall win. Maybe not immediately, but definitely. And please don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Contact us on mobile, plus 233-247-930-389. Or email us at rudolphmesa87 at gmail.com or doveinspires at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.rudolphmainsa.com. Follow at any of the social media links below in the description. Don't forget to subscribe.